0: Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged.
1: Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated, ladies and gentlemen, it is America Unplugged right here on Rockfin and on AmericaUnplugged.com. What's up? My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid, and we're here for yet another week of uh, analyzing the shenanigans that's going on throughout the world, our globe, or our flat earth, depending on where you stand. We respect all views, ladies and gents. The wisest of all the wolves is here with me, the usual suspects. What's up, Tony? How are you doing? Say what's up to the people.
0: Well, I'm doing great. As always, this is the highlight of my week. And I would just like to thank the January 6th committee from keeping me safe, keeping me safe from QAnon shaman. I uh, i feel a lot better. <laughs> I can sleep better at night. Thank you. January 6th committee.
1: All right. We're going to talk about January 6th today. Um, Don Jeffries, the legendary.
2: How are you, sir? Good to see you. Hey, great. Say hey, What's good up to the people? To yeah, hello, people. And yeah, and like Tony says, the highlight of my week, I love love getting together with you guys every Saturday and uh, discussing the uh, the events and kind of a surrealistic uh, McLaughlin group or whatever you would call it.
1: <laughs> so I, I, I want to talk about sudden adult death syndrome. I want to talk about that because, hey, you know, uh, add yet another thing. Tony covered it on his show yesterday and uh, and he said, you know. I didn't know what myocarditis was. I didn't didn't have that in my vernacular. Neither did I. No freaking clue. Now I do. And now I know what sudden adult death syndromes. It's sad. It is sad. It's very sad what's going on here. And it's like, you know, people are dropping dead for no particular reason. And that's not the case. There's always a reason, right? There's always a reason for somebody to drop dead. I love it when they say, yeah, he was 22. Died of natural causes. That's another thing that we're hearing. Nowadays. Come on, come on. But we're we're also going to talk about January 6th, one of my favorite topics to discuss. Um, and uh, uh, the I want to talk about the media reaction to some of this stuff. You know, because Fox News didn't air it, right? They didn't air the 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 hearings. Uh, CNN and MSNBC, of course, did. You know, um. And around the alternative media, you know, it's, it's a thing. Hey, did you watch? No, I didn't watch. Why would I watch that? Or yes, I watched in a kind of laughing sort of way. I, I watched. I watched a little bit. Not a lot. I can't, I can't claim to, to have watched everything, but I did switch it on for a little bit. It was interesting. And whether you agree with it or not, you should watch. Either to see what the nonsense is, like Don pointed out yesterday, uh, somebody was talking about, I'm walking in a river of blood. Like, come on. You weren't walking in a river of blood. Stop the nonsense, right? But there were other things that were revealed there that are are, are uh, very interesting, at least to me. Um, and and I want to discuss some of those things. In particular, Donald Trump calling for the hanging of Mike Pence. Now, do you really think that Donald Trump wouldn't do something like that? I mean, I mean, really, let's 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 be honest with ourselves. Everybody listening, everybody here, let, let's, let's think about it for a second. Donald Trump would definitely say something like that. 100%. You don't have to sell me on that. And he could come out and say that he didn't say it. He's not saying that either. He said that, that Mike Pence should have been hung. There was a noose outside, probably would have hung him there. Anyway, Mr. Arderburn, tell me what you're thinking about this whole ordeal. It's a mess there's a lot of disinformation roped in there you know um there's a lot of ways to divide the people with this but i think we can cherry pick what we want and i know that's a, that that's a term used for you know the easy the low hanging fruit or whatever but i'm saying there are some things that are relevant that we can point at and we can use to uh, maybe maybe tear down this this new uh, left right paradigm that, that that is being solidified
0: and the concrete has been laid and uh, all of that stuff. What's up, Tone? Tell us something. Well, I think you left out the spontaneous cannibalism, right? Didn't they have that on January 6th? There was a <laughs> it wasn't
1: spontaneous, <laughs> you know, it was it was oh, the, the humanities, it like Hindenburg and
0: 911 and Pearl Harbor all mm-hmm. rolled into one. Uh, well, again, you know. I didn't watch the hearings. I'm glad that uh, that someone on the panel did. I I just knowing that we have the political prisoners in this country, regardless of where you stand, you know, again, I didn't like the summer of love. I didn't like the burning down of our cities uh, during 2020 during that summer. Uh, but I still wouldn't want those people uh, not charged with anything or or on trumped up charges without a trial, you know, rotting in jail. Because I want due process in this country. We have a constitution. We have a bill of rights. All of this is theater. Everything surrounding January 6th, all of this is theater. And they they want they welcomed it. They wanted this. Now you said it best, Billy, about the the LARP, the live action role play, and how it always ends. It ends at the castle. You know, I thought that's a great analogy. It ended at the castle, but it was real. So there's real consequences for the LARP. Right. You had Donald Trump on one side stop the steal and it was stolen as, you know, the greatest steal ever and whatever, all the things that he said, we got to get down here to D.C. They had multiple rallies. Let's not forget that there was go to D.C. multiple times from the time right. of the election until January 6th. Right. And leading up to January 6th, I remember on my radio show, I was saying even people like Stuart Rhodes were like, hey, patriots are broke. People don't they can't go to D.C. again. So that was like the most fervent. You know, believers in the narrative coming from Trump right? Uh, were the people there on J6. A lot of them are great people, people that I know. Yeah. OK, so again, we share some similar values. It's just that Trump lost me a long time. I wasn't going to go to the Capitol to, to be any part of any sort of support for that man. But Agreed. they were there. And they mm-hmm. again, we can talk about you look at the the little old ladies walking through there, waving flags through the velvet ropes. Yes, there was some destruction to property. Yeah, there was some again, they broke the rules. There was breaking entering. There was there was a lot of that, but there was also people being let in. Mm-hmm. Right? We know this. They welcome this. Chuck Schumer talking about how J J Six was uh just like 9-11, just like Pearl Harbor. Well, he's not wrong in that sense. Those events were used to strengthen this, the power of the central mm-hmm. government. Gotcha. But the only casualty was Ashley Babbitt. The only real debt, the murder of Ashley Babbitt, that's real. Now, Trump's never talked about her shot in cold blood it's something if i would have done as a soldier in iraq then i would have been they would have buried me underneath the jail if i'd have done something like that yeah. so different standards for the people that run the capital we all know this i don't know where it's going to go but we again we still have you know i joke about i feel really bad for q on shaman i mean that kid has no idea what, what i mean the 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 historical whirlwind that he stepped into believing what he believed in and coming up with his, you know, Buffalo helmet and stuff. And it's, you have some iconic images from that day, but those are real lives that they're taking from, Mm -hmm. from these people that went and supported again, you know, I'm not really taking a side other than the fact that we should have due process in this country. Yeah. All right. And, uh, the J six committee, it's all BS. It's all theater. It's a pageant. And they're going to continue to, they're going to milk this until they can't milk it anymore. I mean, look at, there's a story up today for the first time in history uh all all 50 states are going to be above $5 a gallon in gasoline very soon. They just broke the the all-time record for $4 and I'm, I'm we're tracking this especially cuz I you know I do the Golden Crypto show so I'm tracking the economy really close. This is this is unprecedented. Yeah. And they have to have missed they have, they have to have another way for you to look at this they have to have you look over here that's the sleight of hand all of this is theater billing.
1: Wow, I mean that's a incredible analysis by uh, Mr. Tony Otterburn. What's up, Don? What's going
2: on? Well, certainly I agree with uh, uh, most of what uh, Tony said, but I think we need to look at what no one is talking about—not Tucker Carlson, not anybody that are the few critical voices of this. The meeting. nobody's talking about just how the fact that this hearing is being held immediately makes. I mean these. People already. Well, first of all, is you know, they've been denied all due process, all their constitutional rights have been violated. And it doesn't matter what they're there for. I don't care. Serial killers don't get treated like this. This is absolutely absurd. Over a year later, nobody on my side, nobody on the left, not a single libertarian except the platforms that I have. No one talking out about it. No one saying this is an outrage. No uh, big shot lawyer. No Robert Shapiro dream team types. Nobody stepping up to take this case. Nobody. And of course, Donald Trump is is. He's got millions and millions of dollars, and he is, doesn't even talk about that. We'll funnel millions of dollars to them so they can hire a lawyer. Because they're there because of him, but the fact that this hearing ha- is happening that completely destroys what little chance they have of getting a fair trial in Washington D.C. You can't have you're having publicly displayed. That's on all the television networks, like pass and Prague used to do in the Soviet Union. You swatch comrades except for Fox News. And I'm convinced the only reason Fox News didn't it, I think Tucker Carlson probably said, no, I, w- I want to talk about it. I think the rest of them would have been fine with it. Hannity and all the rest of them are claiming how horrible it was. And we don't condone anything that was done and everything. And so how are they supposed to get that a fair trial? If they, Assuming they ever did a trial, cause again, it's been almost a year and a half, when you've had, a, I mean, can you imagine being a, a tried for something and, and finding an unbiased jury? especially in Washington, D.C., where 90-plus percent of the population probably hates Trump to begin with, and so they're going to hate those people. They couldn't get a fair trial to begin with, but now you've, you've had a hearing on it in public. And the hearing, obviously, it, it, there's nobody on that committee because Nancy Pelosi didn't allow anybody in the committee, like Jim Jordan or whatever, that might have weekly asked some questions that have, might have re- maybe represented a slight alternative. To this nonsense uh, of the World Democrats and, and you know the war criminal's daughter Liz Cheney is the new media hero now that everybody loves her. Oh man, she's <laughs> incredible! Did you watch her? Man, I mean, so Dick Cheney's cool now too. I guess we know George W. Bush has been restored on the left because all they did was said something bad about Trump. Hey, you know W is pretty cool. And uh, so this this is all about Trump. And again, I, I was writing something for Substack. I haven't finished it yet today, but I'll be talking about that again. Just theme I have echoed many times all this is happening and the people the good people that used to that gave me good reviews and love my work, I see with it they're the ones saying hey Liz Cheney's great. they're the ones that saying this is this is you know the only good Republican's a dead Republican you know they are just firmly entrenched in this this left-right paradigm and it's all because of Trump. Six seven years ago those same people would have been appalled at something like this happening to anybody where there's political prisoners in Washington DC, and it doesn't even matter whether, I mean, I, I think personally that it was a typical PSYOP. I mean, when you see police officers waving people in and like 14,000 hours worth of video from that day is not there. And this so-called investigation, I mean, that might be the first thing that the J-6 committee might want to look at. Let's look at all that video. But the video, and maybe maybe the pools of blood are there. That that you know that female police officer talking about. I don't know see it, but we do see video of the police officers waving in through open doors. Uh, no one seems to now. Aren't they accessory to the fact that the dangerous insurrection? They enabled it. Or aren't you? You know, showing the video and saying, well, why are you waving? Which is supposed to be protecting the capital from these dangerous uh, grandmothers crawling across? This is the most absurd thing we've ever seen, and you know that's why Jack Del Rio, the coach of the Redskins, and I'm I'm not going to call them the Commodores unless I call them the Commies because that fits. The Washington Commies it's a great nickname for him, but Del Rio just mainly gave his opinion about uh, contrasted uh, 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 Black Lives Matters protests with this. And uh, it, it, you know, it, was a legit, it didn't even matter if it was a legitimate comparison or not. He has that right under the First Amendment. And it, as I was saying before the show, you have NBA coaches like Paul Popovich and uh, Steve Kerr, who have been outspoken constantly, giving, this, you know, giving their you know, woke political opinions nonstop. Nobody's finding them. Nobody's saying, wait a minute, you're a sports figure. Shut up. We don't want to hear it. No. And that's the way it is with it. Hollywood or sports or anything. As long as the opinion supports the narrative. Then it's cool, hey! Bring it on, man. You respect. You're an activist. Then you're an activist, which means you're supporting. You're supporting the tyranny. But if but if you say something against it, oh my God! You're you know you're a racist, conspiracy theorist, whatever. The guy's been fined hundred thousand dollars. Nobody's gonna defend him. No Republican's gonna defend him. That's for sure. And that's why these hearings ought to hammer home the point forever that this is. This duopoly caused by Donald Trump's insertion to get people back into the left-right paradigm. This is here to stay. I mean, if you think, and, and I personally believe they're probably going to have the midterm elections. They're probably going to give it to the Republicans, so that you know, not to do anything with it. Just and you'll have people like Liz Cheney and, and Lindsey Graham. Those are the people they're going to give it to, because you've already had the guy Ryan Kelly, one of the few good candidates out there, apparently was an anti-lockdown activist uh, the fbi arrested him the other day and he he was you know ahead of uh the, the despicable gretchen whitmer in the polls they arrested him and claimed he was at the january 6th thing this this is i don't know what the say on which trials are like but it's it's really starting to remind me. you got owen troyer over an info Awards, who, who faces the threat he never he's documented he yeah. never went inside the capitol bill he could go he, he could end up being prosecuted This. Everybody ought to tremble over something like that. I mean, this is, this makes no sense. And I'm just shocked that, still shocked that there's no civil libertarian anywhere outside of me with the platforms I have that is talking about what a travesty of justice has. And, but again, people hate Donald Trump so much. These people voted for Donald Trump. They don't care. I think they want them publicly hung. I I really do. Some of them have told me that. So I don't know how you can have a civilized country with something like that. And again, yeah, the, the, the orange hero who's out there and he's just talking about how they robbed him and he would have won a landslide, all kinds of nonsense. And Instead of talking about the people that are in prison, there, talking about due process and giving millions of dollars to them. But it's, it's all about him. But then again, I think that's part of the script.
1: Very good, Don. I, I agree with a lot of that. Uh, bottom line is he doesn't care. I don't know how many times, how many examples we need to see that Donald Trump clearly doesn't care about the people that care about him. Go knock on the door of uh, on Mar-a-Lago. See if you get in there. See if you get in yeah. there. What type of people are in Mar-a-Lago? It's not you. It's not you that, that went out and, and, and donated 20 bucks to stop the steal and bought uh, 2,000 mules for 30 bucks. It's not you. You're not getting in. And and uh, Jennifer, uh, I think it was White House, Jennifer White House, uh, in the chat, what is up? That That is a comment of the day, right? Dinesh D'Souza, made $10 million at least, and that was about two weeks ago that it was $10 million. He made probably a lot more than that. He's not donating any of that money to the people that are locked up because of January 6th. The hell out of here. And and, and those people, those mules, quote unquote, that were caught on tape, on camera, stuffing ballots when they get exposed and they go to jail, Dinesh D'Souza is not going to give them jack either. I'd love to see it happen, but it's not gonna. This is the deal that we're working with here. And what I've taken out of this whole situation, the January 6th uh, investigations and all the stuff that's going on, I I have seen some things that are worth noting. Now, was it an armed insurrection like they're making it out? No, it was not, right? It it was not that, right? But did some people get really carried away with the LARP? Absolutely. 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 And and uh, did 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 uh, some people get let into the Capitol building? We saw that. Well, I wish we would have pulled up that footage. It exists. You can go find it. They were let in. But did some people force their way in? Yeah. Some people did that, too. Some what? people did that, too. Was there actual violence going on? What's up, Tone? I'm going to get to you in a sec. Go ahead, right. go ahead, go ahead. Tell me what's up.
0: Well, I was just going to say, I mean, you know, you have the comments from people like General Milley, uh, who's a four-star general who should be like very a master of warfare, right? You would think head of the joint Chiefs of staff. He said that the people on January 6th were trying to overturn our constitution by trespassing in a building as a military officer, as a strategist, he knows that's not real. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our government's not, well, our country, right? Our government, our country, we used to make a great automobile and electronics. We outsourced all of that. The one thing that we're really good at is overthrowing governments. Yeah. And the, one, the way that we yeah. don't do it is by doing what they did on January sixth. Mm-hmm. We don't do it that way, right? This the, right. our our government, our our intelligence community—they know how to overthrow a government, Billy. Right. And that's not how you do it. No, you don't. You don't uh, break windows and, and crawl into a building. You don't do that. That's not. Right. They were, bring, that was a, a hyped up no, redress <laughs> of grievances. That's what that was. That was that was frustration that was made to happen by design to get those people there. I but, agree. They, but but our country was in no danger of having its constitution overturned having its government overturned power doesn't rest in a building if that was true then we would go occupy all the buildings in a country and go we won like in iraq but that's not how that works at all right <laughs> yeah. it, it's who controls the power structure and the power structure is it, just like lbj said power is, is where power goes well, right. absolutely. LBJ, I mean, by the way, another ballot stuffer. May, we get Dinesh D'Souza to do a documentary on, the, on <laughs> Box Lanslide 13. Man Linden, yeah. Landslide Linden <laughs> with Box 13. Uh, you you know, know. You've been stuffing ballots in this country since its founding.
1: Yes. Um, and y- you know this, and, and I know this, and Don knows this, and the people that are watching this show and listening right now, they know this, that that's not the way you overturn the country. But the people that were there on January 6th, that were dumb enough, and I'm going to say dumb, and I usually don't pass judgment, but damn, this is like a piece of, of of cheese on a mouse trap. That's what it is. The people that were dumb enough to walk into the Capitol building, whether they were let in or decided to force themselves in there, those people thought they were going to take back their country and overturn and, and rewrite the Constitution. They thought all of that. And I don't think they went there... Well, some of them actually went there with that intention, and and like you said, it was set up. It was premeditated. It was years in the making. It was it was a mental, a psychological operation that that was held, uh, uh, you know, uh, um, and the American people were the test subjects, and these are the people that were most affected by it, and they were ready to do it, and they've said as such. If you watch some of the footage, they're like, "Yeah, we're taking our country back. Bring Nancy Pelosi out here, or we're gonna run through." all of you and go into that capitol building and get her hang mike pence i want you this these were chants that were going on that donald trump was reacting to like hang mike pence and he was like you know what maybe maybe they're right maybe we should hang him <laughs> doesn't he clearly doesn't know? he did the worst thing in america in american history and he wouldn't you know overturn the election you know so we need to hang him maybe that's maybe that's the best thing let's hang him. you know so yeah, I, I could see him saying that, but they were chanting that outside. Those people that got into that building—if they caught a glimpse of Mike Pence, what do you think they would have done? What do you think they would have done? They would have beaten the trash out of that guy. They would have killed him. It would have been something crazy, all right. And these people thought they had—they uh, they, they, uh, had their best intentions. They thought they needed to take back their country because they legitimately thought that the election was, was uh, uh, rigged to the point where Donald Trump won legitimately in a landslide. So they thought they were acting on the side of good. These weren't bad people. It was, a, it was a mind operation. This was the biggest example of mind control that anybody can see now in the modern day actually play out in front of them. Go watch that. Go watch it. They were bum-rushing that building. Some people were let in, some people were bum rushing it. And maybe the people that were bum rushing it were agents. There were FBI agents or or whatever could have very well been that. I am totally open to it because they've done it time and time and time again. But there were a bunch of people that followed. They took the bait. They took the bait. It was a LARP. And they took the bait and went in. They shouldn't have done that. Like I've said this, I've given this example many times. If it was me and Don and Tony outside there, and for some reason Don, it's like, yeah, let's go take over the building. I'm like, no, 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 no. come back here, come back here. Come <laughs> we we're gonna watch from right here, you know, and, and see what develops. Get your popcorn, like q one enthusiasts Don, like to say. It'd be, you know, Don for sure. We'd <laughs> it would have been, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> well, well, Don wouldn't say it if we didn't have any weapons. I mean, again, it's it's it's, it's, a, it's a very strange thing to rush a building. When you, I mean, I again, so that's what I'm saying. I, I think that. Mob crowds always react like a mob. And that's why if you look at any of the riots that have happened in the last 50 years, they always have government plants there to start things, to ignite things. Because most people are followers and they're already caught up in the emotion. If they're there for any reason, all you need is a few well-placed assets in there and they control the flow. People are lemmings. So all you had to do is have the first couple guys. Rush! Come on, let's go do it, and you're going to have lots of people that follow. It. That happens. It, it happens in riots the same way. The first building gets torched by an undercover asset. Yeah, break a window and start looting. Everybody else follows. That's what happens, and that's what happened here. And it was very helpful that the doors were open and the police were waving them in. And again, I'm. One, I think I'm the only person out there saying I don't. I don't understand why it's trespassing to walk into a government building that your taxes pay for anyhow. And they said, is the Capitol usually locked to get to the public? I don't know. I live in Washington, D.C. These things used to be open. You know, people used to be able to go and watch congressional settings. The idea of it being locked to the public seems to be very anti-democratic for people that care about the democracy. And uh, so I don't even understand what the, you know, even if it's okay, you're trespassed in a government building. I mean, how? What exactly would that crime be? I don't know, a $50 fine or something? I don't know. You, you find the people that broke the windows, which are a handful of people, and apparently they're not looking for those people. They Ray Epps, that we've seen video of many times, who's shouting, go in the Capitol, and the crowd is shouting, Fed, 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 and they you know he's a Fed. And they actually, one of the Republicans actually brought it up to uh, Merrick Garland at a hearing and said, and they showed the video. So this guy, and he just sat there and looked, he wasn't interested. So this this is what I'm talking about. This is an entire charade. They're about punishing average people, not government assets, because they don't get punished. And this is sending a message to people, should you decide that you want to do something about this tyranny, look what happened to those guys. And that's I think that's why you're seeing it's going to be very hard to get any kind of protest off the ground after this forever because people see what happened. They don't want to end up being political prisoners and have nobody, nobody in the public eye except people like us defending it.
1: That's one of the main objectives of this thing. This is what I mean. This is why we can't, here in the alternative community, we can't fall for this sort of shit. Because we're giving them more weapons to to, uh, shoot at us. We are giving them the ammunition to shoot at us when we do stupid shit like this, you know? And then, I mean, yeah, sure, like, I mean... Uh, last time I went to D.C., we had to make reservations to get into the Capitol building. And and this should be another revelation for you out there that think these are our buildings. They are not. Let's get this out of our heads. OK, theoretically, yes, they should be our buildings. This is our country. We pay for these buildings, you know, the whole deal. But they're not yours, man. OK, that's like that's like saying I, I paid for MetLife Stadium out here with my, tack do- my tax dollars. Right. <laughs> And I'm and I knock on the door. I'm like, yo, let me go in there, man. We paid for this. this is my freaking building. No, 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 no. You're not getting in. You got to pay $500 to sit in the bleachers. It's the way it works, right? So, so uh, apply the same lo- logic to the Capitol building and to the White House and to all these buildings out there. They they don't belong to you. They belong to the federal government, and the federal government are our overlords. Plain and simple. This is the this is where we sit right now. As much as we don't want to believe it, and I mean, all right, fine. They are our buildings, right? They, for real, they, they belong to us. They've been taken over by a foreign entity. And we can't get in. So that's why this sort of shit happens, right? And and um, I personally lay this on the feet of Donald Trump, of Ali Alexander, of Michael Flynn, Alex Jones, you know, and, 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 a, and a, a, a load of others that, that I'm missing right now. But they were the ones that were instrumental. Uh, 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 Newsmax. Freaking, what's the other one? OAN? I think that's that's what it is. I, I forget. All of these instrumental in getting people out there on that day. And causing this, creating the atmosphere for this to happen. This is how a psychological operation works. This is how they make you do things and you think it's coming out of you, but it's not. That's how they do it. So they create the right recipe. Right. To to boil that stew. Right. And they, they they shake it up a little bit. And next thing you know, you got dinner, ladies and gentlemen. That's the way it went down, in my humble opinion. And I think uh, uh, I think Mr. Trump could have done something about it. I think he could have came out and said, hey, settle down, go home. You think they wouldn't have done it? They'll do anything for him. There were some people in and I, and I know. I'm not generalizing here. I know there's a lot of people that support Donald Trump that wouldn't do this shit, you know, that wouldn't go in there and and, and that wouldn't, you know, and, and that are having second thoughts at this point. But there were people there that said, we are willing to lay down our lives right now. You know, and, and this is stuff we can't ignore. So while all those people out there know it wasn't an insurrection, No, it wasn't armed, there were a few, a, a minority, and that's literally what we're dealing with. In so many situations that we cover here in the alternative media, it's a minority of people that do something and it gets gets blown up. So the minority there were ready to lay down their lives and go, uh, you know, take over the federal government without guns. Very smart. Not a good idea, but they did it anyway. And that's what they're latching themselves to. That's what they're saying. And they're they're highlighting these these examples. They're not looking at everything as a whole. They're highlighting. um, What what, what was that group? Um, What's what's that group? Tony, you're familiar with some of them. Uh, I forget their names. Damn. And it's so the Proud Boys. Yeah. Proud Boys walking down the street saying these are our streets, our streets chanting.
0: Let's not forget, I mean, Trump in the debate Uh, with Biden told the Proud Boys to stand down and stand by. Yes, if you recall that, right? right. right. And what he should have done that. is Good not call. do the exactly. lockdowns. He would have He would have won re-election. Mm-hmm. You know, he, the lockdowns caused all of this, which Trump signed off on and funded the entire time, and that executive order never got rescinded to fund all the lockdowns. By the way, right?
1: right. So, so that, you know, that's that's what I'm trying to say. Go ahead, Tom.
0: Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, but it's really what the goal of all these these show trials are. Uh, if you want to know the model, you should go look up the Saddam Hussein. Um, when he brought all of the uh, Iraqi parliament in, right? When he sees power and he locked the doors and he told, and we're going to go through, we have a list of all the people who've betrayed me. And he sits there and smokes a cigar and all the people are like just pleading to figure out which, you know, showing their loyalty. That's what they, this is a loyalty pledge to the federal government is all this is right. That's right. all the, They want you to be completely fearful uh, and have no dissent whatsoever. These people, the people that were led into January 6th by, uh, not only um, what I think agent provocateurs, but some in the media, right? Um, you know, they're 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 led there. They had, I think, a lot of them had good intentions, but even people that weren't part of it. Uh, you know, Don mentioned earlier, my friend Owen who I just texted a couple of days ago. I'm, I'm he's in my prayers because he wasn't in the building, he wasn't part of the J six stuff. He just happened to be in D.C. as a reporter, and he's being persecuted for this. Was a a net. Uh, to drag as many people in that were right of center in the media that were you know following the Trump narrative and following all that that they want to again keep all opposition off the table. that's this is what this is, plain and simple.
1: I agree. um it's uh, it's a sad situation. Don Jeffrey's closing thoughts, and then we're gonna co- cover sads for a bit before we get out of here.
2: yeah, no, again, and i do, I just think that uh, this is this is a uh, people need to remember that if. If they're going to, and especially and again, what somebody like Jack Del Rio on their own elegant way, and some of us have said is that you you either we're just coming off the year before this, we're the same forces that consider this the great worst thing that's ever happened in the in the history of the world. We're celebrating protest. We're celebrating the right to protest. This is a sacred right. We have to be able to do it. They let the yeah. Seattle, the city of Seattle, was taken over by an obvious crisis actor playing an African warlord with an Uzi for two weeks. And people were killed, not like in this case where they committed suicide afterwards and the, and the people had blamed on it. Uh, you had actual deaths occurring there, destruction of property everywhere, burning buildings, all that. Nobody said a word until the governor got mad because the protesters came to their house. and then then suddenly the protesters were gone from Seattle. Nobody, I don't think, and I've tried to find if anybody was even prosecuted in any of those things where, you know, massive looting, massive destruction. And so the same forces that, okay, that's fine. All all's fair then the other side, the people you disagree with, have to have the same right to be able to do that, too. And in this case, nothing was burned. You had very little damage done. And it's just because it's such a sacred institution, the Capitol, you all have desecrated the Capitol for a long time. The people inside it are hardly holy figures. And they're talking about the Constitution. These are the same people that trample on the Constitution with every move they make. They don't believe in it. And look what they're doing here. They're talking about violating the sacred constitution, and they're violating the constitutional rights, every single one of them, of the people that that were led into the building by police. So this is the same thing with electoral fraud. Whether You know, I I think, obviously, I don't think they've been counting votes for a long time. It goes back to 1876, if you want to tell. Back to the Civil War, when Lincoln stopped uh, the northern troops from voting that were suspected of voting for McClellan. He didn't furlough them. I mean, they, I've got all that in my book. So it, it goes back for a long time. It's, it's hard to trust the vote, but just the election before, the same people, again, you're talking about it, hypocritical, not my president. I mean, they've they, you've had countless tapes you can find on the floor of Congress saying this is not a legitimate president. They stole the election over and over again, blaming it on Russia and all that nonsense. And then four years later, this is the most secure election of all time. This could never <laughs> happen here. What are you all upset about? I mean, this is, I mean, Either, you know, so it, it becomes of, OK, it's rigged if my candidate loses and not the process is rigged. And then, of course, again, having Donald Trump at the center of it uh, just poisons everything because it all becomes about him. And I point out many times he keeps saying I would have won the landslide. No, you you, you would. Have, I think you probably did legitimately win. But any race in this country between a Republican and a Democrat now is going to be very close because the country's completely divided. No one can win at a landslide. Possible, so it would have been close either way, but uh, you know, so that, that's but then that's Trump's ego. I would have went in a landslide, and uh, I don't know, man. It's it's very disillusioning because it's we're right back to where you know, Huey Long warned us about this a long time ago. One of the many great things he said was, "It doesn't matter who's serving you the food. So it can be Ron DeSantis or Adam Schiff. It doesn't matter because all the food's being prepared. It's all coming from the same Wall Street kitchen." That's where we are, man. doesn't matter who your server is. And that's what we're doing. We're arguing over servers and, uh, you know, behind the scenes, the elite is in full control.
1: Agreed 100%. All right. Well, except for the part about Trump winning legitimately. I don't, I don't think, <laughs> they, I think he lost. But other than that, I agree 100%. Okay. Let's talk about SADS. Uh, people are, are dying. Uh, I mean, we know that. But, I mean, this is a whole thing that people just, uh, you know, go to sleep one day and they don't wake up again. You know, and they're perfectly healthy people, young people. I think it's people under the age of 40 that it affects the most, apparently. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's reasonable, you know, to even though, you know, Jack Del Rio can't speak. So I, I, don't, I don't know. But then again, we're here in a in a, in a in a safe platform, I guess. It's reasonable to assume uh, that, uh, you know, the injections may have had something to do with it since it's uh, it's been introduced as of late. And now there's an uptake in all of this. And, and you know, it's, it's just happening. To the point that it has to be reported, um, so I didn't know this was a, say, a thing. I remember sudden infant death syndrome. I remember that, and that was argued to be linked to the vaccines. There was never any any concrete proof about that, but but it, there was an argument going on at least. So now we have SADS. Uh, apparently, this has been around for some time. I I had no idea what the hell this was. You know, uh, I didn't know this was a thing. But um, people don't just go to sleep and not wake up the next morning. Something happened. Something is happening. And uh, I don't know if it's being properly investigated. Tony Atterburn, give me your thoughts.
0: Well, yeah, I covered this yesterday on my show. And uh, again, I never heard of this. Uh, we heard of SIDS. And uh, by the way, officially, we're making this where we have to delete the show from Don's YouTube channel because it's oh, like yeah. drifted, drifted from stuff that we could talk about. So sorry, ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching it live. Make sure you follow uh, Don on, on the Rock America Unplugged <laughs> channel. But, uh, absolutely, Bill. We know about SIDS. The years they've been linked to the vaccines. Uh, obviously, the mainstream's never going to say that um, for sudden infant death syndrome. But SADS is kind of like it's the new my- myocarditis. Why do I know this term? Why? That's what I ask my audience. I mean, you do your own math on this. This is. If you're in the life insurance business, which I've been a, in a life insurance, uh, I've had a, a license before. I've I've sold a few policies. The actuary tables for that, the astronomical chances of you dying, but you know, under forty, just dying in your sleep with no underlying comorbidities or anything, is I mean, it's almost zero, right? So to have these, to have a foundation for SADS, which I didn't know until yesterday, and I read the article. There's a there's a foundation set up for that. Uh, How long has that been in in motion? You know, again, I linked this yesterday. I said, you know, folks need to pay attention to what the CEO of One America insurance company was saying about six months ago, which they had a one in 200 year event where a rise in 40 percent rise in deaths caused uh, in people between 18 and 64. All right. In 2021. I don't know what's new in 2021. Do you guys? There's something new that got introduced into into our lives. A once in 200 year event. Again, you can go find that. It's it's a what, a hundred billion dollar company, some massive companies. And these life insurance companies are seeing this. I think you're going to have a change in the actuary tables. Now there's a different calculation in, um, you know, potential for risk of, of death. There's something going on here. And, it's, and I think you, you start putting the pieces together. And again, the audience can make their own conclusions. Uh, but there is something there is something underlying r- and wrong with um, young people going to sleep and not waking back up. Don, what are your thoughts?
2: Yeah. I, mean, I get, And, you know, it's, it's a sudden incident death syndrome, uh, my heart goes out to any parent that's experienced that. But uh, right. again, the, the medical industrial complex never even attempted to explain that. It sh- obviously should never happen. Because they're clueless and they don't deserve your trust, they don't deserve your money because they're horrible at what they do. They're the third leading cause of death in America, before the, the COVID, and probably number one now. They're lying about it, but so they had to come up with some new nonsense. What, what is a sudden? Uh, you know, as Billy mentioned earlier, about natural causes and you know, from analyzing all the political deaths and the hit counts and the body counts. You see that all the time. Dying of natural deaths and, you know, wait, there's nothing natural about death. Unless maybe you're you know, ninety or hundred maybe. But uh, it, 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 even then, you know, there's got to be some kind of reason, but they, they've got people trained to accept this. So now they're probably going to explain what Tony rented the 40 percent rise in deaths. And that was last year. It's probably who knows what it is now. But if people are dropping dead. Right. Everybody knows that. The only thing that's the only new thing that's been put in the equation is Dr. Peter McCullough told me I, he was on the Donald Trump show last Wednesday. And he said the only thing that's new that's been added to the equation is the vaccine. So by process of elimination, what do Sherlock Holmes say? You know, when you've eliminated the impossible, whatever's left, whatever, whatever it is, that, that's that's your culprit. Mm-hmm. So, but to them, just to come up with sudden adult death syndrome. And I, one of my friends yesterday on Facebook uh, died in her sleep. She didn't look that, that old nice. to me. And, and, you know, big conspiracy person. They are all talking about, nobody mentioned SADS. But, again, that that's probably going to be the new go-to thing. Let's, let's just like the myocardial damage in kids. Well, it's just there now. You know you could have a heart attack now you know hey that happens you know what do you expect you know come on everybody knows that that's what the science tells you same thing with sad so they apparently this is going to explain what will unfortunately probably be a lot more inexplicable deaths and again if, if this is a real thing where where's the medical science on what are they doing to combat it? the same thing they're doing to combat cancer and heart disease and everything else that they've done absolutely nothing on right the trillions and trillions of dollars that good people have given to them so uh Needless to say, I'm very skeptical about this, about this, uh, this new thing.
1: No, of course, of course, man. It's it's crazy. Uh I'm sorry about uh your friend Don wasn't aware of that. God bless. Um Thanks. We're we're getting up out of here, ladies and gents. Somebody in the chat said that uh we needed to do a longer show. Maybe at some point we'll do we'll do a little bit longer on some <laughs> on some Saturdays if if people have time. Uh we'll we'll see. I it's and by people I mean me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I have the time, um, regardless, I do want to talk to some people here. Uh, I'm gonna shout out everybody in the chat. But Jason Banker gave us five bucks. What's up? How you doing, Mr. Garrison? Jim Garrison gave us five dollars. Also, what is going on? How are you? Thank you very much to both of you and Riley, the Common Man. He said he said he gave us ten bucks from the Common Man, and you know how much we love the Common Folk here on America Unplugged. It's a show for you by you ladies and gents uh let me say what's up to everybody else whomever i can find what is up lamb chop how are you is it lamb chop or lame chop lame chop i like lamb chop better but lame chop is cool you can you do what you want <laughs> what's up thank you thank you wolfman jack what is going on how are you uh who else we got here harps all the way from uh the how don likes to say the bottom of the world um let me see <laughs> who else do we have here tom cooper what's going on uh, this is a great show. Thank you, Tom. You're, you're, you're so nice. Let me see. Who else do we have? Let me see. There were more. I mean, th- there was a very active chat. Um, But I think it's the usual suspects here. Wolfman and Jim going back and forth, Tom and, and Harps and, and Lame Chop. And uh, there was there were a couple of others. John, what's up? John149, how are you? Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate you. Chris Graves, the dude. What's up, Chris Graves? How you doing? Yeah uh what else we got let me see if we got anybody else i don't want to leave anybody out uh i don't know if we have time okay tony keep telling it tell everybody where they can find you and i'll keep looking guys
0: sure. well you can find my website is arterburn.news and uh wisewolf.gold that's the the loan sponsor uh to america unplugged proudly uh wisewolf gold and silver exchange if you're uh, in need of precious metals either buying or selling wisewolf.gold
1: that's right all right, Mr. Uh Don Jeffries. Tell everybody where they can find you.
2: Well, thanks to Tony Arbor and I have a great new website, Donald Jeffries.media. So that's the place to go, Donald Jeffries.media. You can find uh thanks to both my radio shows, all my books, uh, my substack writings and my old uh blog archive as well there. So you need to find anything else about anything about me now, it's all nicely in one place. Thanks to Tony at Donald media.
1: Fantastic. And and Lisa was in the chat. Lisa uh Bellanger, am i saying that right
2: guys oh lisa yeah that was my guest yesterday hey right, lisa. She was
1: your, your guest yesterday on uh the don on uh i protest so she was in the chat thank you very much for for stepping in and and uh being on don's show and being on the chat we appreciate you steven casper also in the chat what is going on how you doing that's all i was able to find and i'm still scrolling a, it was a very active chat today I All I right. Talking. Anybody that I, that I left out, I am very, very sorry. I'm going to try to get you on the on the way out next time. Or maybe I'll just uh, say what's up while you comment that way. I, I, I am certain not to miss anybody. My name is Billy Ray Valentine. Billy the Kid. All right. Make sure you check out uh, the Infinite Fringe dot and the Infinite Fringe on Apple podcast. And of course, America Unplugged right here on Rockfin, but also AmericaUnplugged.com americaunpluggedradio.com. Go check it. It'll take you to the same place. Subscribe. You get all of Donald Jeffrey stuff. I mean, every single thing. You get it all. Sometimes you get some of Tony's stuff also. So it's, uh, and of course you get this show, you get America Unplugged. So go over there, subscribe, spread it uh, to everybody that you know. Swiggle, swiggle water for the working, man. Take it easy now. Don't burn the place down while we're gone. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye. We getting, we getting, we getting music Tony, you know, you got it
0: (laughs) by request.